All right, everybody, welcome back to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And uh, I would like to uh, just send out uh, my very best to Matt, who has been hassling the hell out of me for the last several days about where's the show about the second and third day of the draft? Where's the second show about the second and third day of the draft? And all this other stuff. So, Matt. Uh, if you're so bored that you actually listen to us, you're getting what you want. And, um, and, and here to, uh, help me along with it, uh, are Ellie and Ben and, um, Ellie, how are you tonight? I'm not too bad. How are you? I I am good. I am good. Now, obviously, you know, the things we do on this show, we usually are, uh, having some form of an adult, adult beverage, but, um, you, you may be just settling for, uh, some tea this evening. Just some tea, yes. Keeping it, keeping it strictly British. Very, very British, very British. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ben is likely keeping it very Irish. Uh, a little whiskey tonight, Ben. Yeah, excellent, excellent. And uh, who know, who knows what Ian's doing? I, I have no idea. He had something going on tonight. So uh, anyway, we are going to take you through. Um, and we know that it's been a few days, but you haven't gotten our thoughts, and we know that. Uh, Quite frankly, until you get our thoughts, you really can't take any move forward. So, um, yeah, we're going to go through days two and three and probably circle back a little bit to, to day one as well with Najee Harris uh, being picked by the Steelers. And, um, you know, we, we were kind of talking a little bit before we started recording and, and Ben said, you know, this is sometimes um, – one of our more contentious shows because, uh, and then there's some truth to that because we just don't always agree on, uh, on how the Steelers did things, uh, in, in the draft. Uh, and, and that I think is going to be, uh, the case again. Um, so get ready for a very fun, interesting evening with us, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so let's just jump into this. The Pittsburgh Steelers, of course, drafted Najee Harris number one overall um, at pick twenty-four. Um, Ellie, uh, what was what was your feeling as the evening wore on? It looked more and more like he was going to be there. How do you feel about this pick? It was very unsurprising, I think, mm-hmm. for most people. So as the night wore on, as we saw. Um, O-linemen going and obviously the first few being like QBs and stuff, I knew that it was more than likely that Mm -hmm. we were going to be picking him. So I wasn't surprised and I wasn't unhappy with it either, to be honest, even though I know I've been sort of saying how how much I wanted to address the O-line in the first round. I had kind of come to the conclusion that that wasn't happening. So it was, I, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. It's, it's kind of like, I, it, it's like, you know, you're getting a new car for your birthday mm-hmm. and you're extremely excited and, and your dad says, okay, it's out in the driveway. Let's go look. And, and you go out there and it's just not quite what you expected. You're excited, <laughs> but you're just not quite you know, a hundred percent. Does that make sense? Is that the way you felt a little bit? If we, you know, a, a, a good way to use the car analogy, it's a brand yeah. new car that needs four new tires. 
No. That's kind of how it felt. Like, it was like, no. it's a wonderful car, but it needs some extra things. Those tires mm, being I mean, O-linemen. Like, okay. that was... Ah, I see where you're... Now, yeah. I, now I get what you're I, saying. I didn't yes. like the pick, as you guys know. And I, I will be the first one to admit, Najee Harris is an outstanding talent. He's outstanding. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the pick because Tomlin tends to run the wheels off running backs in five years. And you you don't do that. You don't take a guy in the first round who you're going to keep around for five years. That makes no sense. The guys that that Colbert has picked that were foundational-type picks are the guys you want in the first round. Casey Hampton, mm-hmm. Troy Polamalu, Ben Roethlisberger, Keith Miller, uh, Lawrence Timmons even. He played for a decade. Yeah. Not Richard Mendenhall. Uh, certainly not Ziggy Hood. Marquise Pouncey. Cam Hayward, he's on his third contract. That's that's a foundational type guy. That's the guy you want in the first round. David DeCastro. Um, and DeCastro really is the most recent one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Bud, yeah. you know, we got we got a couple good years out of Bud, and yeah. he deserved another contract in Pittsburgh, but the money wasn't there. Right. Um, Artie Burns was a miserable failure. You know, I don't think that Najee will be a bust. I think he is he's a Ferrari. He, he really is. But if you're mm-hmm. only going to get 100,000 miles out of that Ferrari, 50,000 miles out of the Ferrari. Yeah. I mean, are you really ready to plunk down a million five for it? I'm not. I mean, I, I'm just thinking out loud here. I, right. I, I just think they could have gone a, di- a different direction. That's all. So so just looking at the draft, there were some linemen available at that time. Um, obviously you had both centers, both of the top centers, I should say, Creed Humphrey, uh, Landon Dickerson, uh, was there. And when I say top with him, you know, yeah. Um, Myers was there, but you also had Tevin Jenkins was there. Um, you you know, so Tevin Jenkins is a pure right tackle and they didn't really need a right tackle. Right. Right. But, but I, I guess I'm looking at it from a fan perspective here. Where where would you have gone there, Ben? If if I would have traded back, yeah. well, I would have done that it takes everything tank. under the sun. Yeah. I know it does. I yeah. know it does. Um, if I had to take a pick, I probably would have gone with the best available tackle, and okay. you know that would have been Samuel Cosme in my mind. Mm-hmm. But that isn't necessarily you know mm-hmm. the way the Steelers felt about it they felt like Harris was a better overall talent and to be perfectly honest they're right he is again my issue is just that no it's the fact that Tomlin is going to run five years he's done the Emmett Smiths and the Adrian Petersons and and the Frank Gores the guys that have longevity and Mm -hmm. Jerome Bettis Mm -hmm. okay guys that have longevity are the exception now in the NFL They are not the rule, especially when you're talking about Mike Tomlin. Every running back he's ever had, Le'Veon Bell, is a shadow of himself since he left the Steelers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mike Tomlin runs their wheels off. 400 touches a year, five years, they're done. So, Ellie, if I said to you that that Najee will only be there for five years, um, what would your expectation be in terms of overall team success in in terms of being able to say that, yes, it was worth drafting this guy, even though we only got in the first round, even though we only got five years out of it. I mean, what would you demand that they had a Super Bowl appearance? 
I mean, what, what would you say is successful there? Well, I would say that by taking a playmaker and an offensive weapon that you mm-hmm. are indicating to everyone that you're in a win now mode. So okay. if five years is all you get, then in five years, I would expect Super Bowl runs. I would expect mm-hmm. some kind of um, payoff for that. So I guess That's... that was the indication to me was like, okay, we're going mm-hmm. weapons first and, and protection second. So mm-hmm. I would expect those output from those weapons which i think he's more than capable of i i agree with you i think he is ben go ahead ben you want to say something? i i i thought the same thing after the first round that they were going to go in win now mode and that you know they would yeah. they would take the next the best available lineman in the second round which they didn't do um and you know we talked about this before i i think that pat frymuth is is that kind of a foundational player. He, he's a guy mm-hmm. who I think will get a second contract, which is a little ridiculous to, to project for a second round rookie. But right. I think he's he can be that kind of a player. I also think that Eric Ebron blocking last year was a joke. Um, they should just split him out on every snap now and mm-hmm. you know play 12 personnel, leave Frymuth in there and have him block because he actually can. And... You know, it, it may help the line just having that extra guy in there to block on rundowns. I also think that Harris will help the line in as much as he has excellent vision and he will find the hole and get through it and get positive yardage, where sometimes last year that wasn't the case. It didn't happen. Right. But the offensive line last year had a big problem getting push. Yes. Big yes. problem. They didn't, it wasn't just a matter of not making space, they didn't get any push. They, they couldn't gain a yard forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that the offensive line is better after the draft. I do not. And we'll get into that. Yes. When we get to the next pick. Yes. Yes. Well, so we're, we're on Pat Fryermuth. Um, and, and look, th- this is, I, this is my only opportunity to toot my horn because I called this one. This was the only one I had right in my mock draft. And I, the, the, the reason I had him in the second round was just simply because I thought he was going to fall there. Um, there was a lot of talk early on. People liked him in the end of the first round for the Steelers. Maybe, maybe that was even too high, maybe right around 30, 35 spots, somewhere in there. I just kept looking at the board and I kept seeing quarterbacks and receivers and running backs. And I thought, you know what, he's going to fall to us. And he did. And, and I'm torn. I I love the pick from the aspect that he was clearly the best tight end available. um, And a guy we needed to have for the reasons that Ben just pointed out. Um, But I also understand uh, 100% that people are upset that we did not go uh, a more proven center or, or tackle there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ellie, where, where were you, you know, you, you said you were relieved, kind of expected, uh, Najee to be the pick. Where were you when they, uh, picked Fryermuth? What was your thought process there? That one, that one shocked me because yeah. don't correct me if I'm wrong. Cause I'm, I mm-hmm. forget, but, um, was Humphrey still on the board? Uh, yes, yes he was. I that was Myers. That- I thought that was going to be our second pick. I was almost pretty convinced. So I was a bit shocked when it mm-hmm. turned out to be a tight end. Um, it's I don't want to like, I'm not trying to sort of like, you know, t- talk down on, on these guys. It's not their fault they were picked, but right, I'm just right. um, 
yeah, I was definitely shocked because I really, I really believed that there was going to be like, right, here's the, here's the weapon. Now let's provide the protection for that weapon. And I know like what you were saying about um, Titans being able to block it, it does somewhat provide something, but I was mm-hmm. really thinking there are some glaring holes here. We're not, we're not a hundred percent set on who's going to be left tackle. I know how Ben feels about um, Zach Banner potentially being left tackle for going into the next season. And I think you're not alone in that kind of concern. And, you know, we don't, we didn't have a center at that point. Mm-hmm. There was Creed Humphrey. I believe Landon Dickerson had already gone. So I was a little bit shocked yep. by that because of his injuries. Yep, so to right, see Creed right. Humphrey still on the board, I was thinking, uh, that's a steal. Are we going to go for that? And we totally didn't. And I was <laughs> shocked. Not what, to hate on Pat, that's what I'm saying, but I was shocked. <laughs> no, and, and, and I I think you make a very good point, and it bears repeating that as we discuss these guys, this isn't about, say, not liking these individuals. Yeah. It's, it's about where they fit, how we thought it would have gone, those types of things. Exactly. Yeah, Friar, I mean, obviously, we want nothing but the best for Pat Friar Muth and every single one of these guys. Um, it's it's just simply a matter of, of looking at it from, um, you know, that, that position of what we thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So the Steelers, the Steelers always draft thinking long term. And I know the first pick was not a long term pick. Right. It was an immediate impact pick. And I still feel the way I felt about it. You know, it's a Ferrari, but we're going to, you know, we're going to blow the engine out in five years. Um, Frymouth is going to be a backup for at least a year, potentially mm-hmm. two. Um, and then he'll develop into, you know, the next starting tight end. So yeah. he's a foundational type pick thinking of the future. Um, Clancy, same thing. Dan Moore, same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the linebacker they took in the fourth, same thing, Buddy Johnson. Right. Um, these are long-term, I don't want to call them projects, although Green is, um, but they're they're long-term type players where they're thinking about the future. They're not thinking about this year with those picks. They're thinking, this guy can help us, but he's not going to be a huge contributor in mm-hmm. 2021. And and is it fair to say, Ben, that you were of the mind that they needed guys, especially, let's say, in those first three selections that had to be major contributors this year for this team to challenge? I mean, typically the way you – the way you look at it is the first three rounds, you're looking at starters. Yeah. And then on day three, you're looking at guys that can potentially develop into starters or at mm-hmm. least solid backups. Mm-hmm. You hope round six and seven, you're kind of taking flyers on guys. Sure. You know, where you're going, Hey, this guy might, he's got one outstanding quality, one outstanding trait that we think maybe we can develop into something else. And mm-hmm. maybe if mm-hmm. we, if we prop up a few of his other traits, we can make it work. And he can fit into a, you know our our team, uh, like Vince Williams. You know he was compensatory right. six, and that guy, you know, that's a great story. He's, I think he's going to retire a Steeler at this point. I mean, yeah, he'll I play agree. another year or two tops. Um, he'll play for the league minimum both years if mm-hmm. he plays for two, and he'll still be a guy, you know, that contributes all the time. Maybe just on first and second down, but he'll still be a guy. Yeah, still. Um, yep. Yep. He has those kinds of traits where typically the first two days, what you're really looking for is guys that 
aren't necessarily going to be immediate contributors, but have got mm. enough special traits yeah. that they are going to be good starters when they develop into what they can be. Mm-hmm. So why why do you think, Ben, that, that they did not look at Humphrey um, and, and, and eventually – led us into our third pick, which was Kendrick Green out of Illinois. What I, I mean Because in the second round you know, they had a higher pick on Fryermuth. They had mm-hmm. they had a high second, low first on him is what I was told. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, we just can't pass this up. And this is what they do in the second round every yes, damn year. Yes it is. They go second round, there's still a lot of value on the board. Where's the best value? We're taking that. Yeah. And, you know, it drives me a little bonkers sometimes, but damn it if they don't always get a good player there. So I'm not going to bitch. No, and that's the problem. I I mean, it is a good player. Um, Obviously, it's 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 a it's a guy that that, you know, as you said, probably a number two. You guys remember how pissed off people were about the Deontay Johnson pick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he was he was a third rounder, but he was an early third. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How angry Clearly people were about it. that, or people how shocked they were about Juju. Yes. Oh, I, re- I remember very well. Yeah. No. Um, that, well, the hell I, thought I, Stephon too. It would still be on the board in the second round. Well, that too. I mean, he he was pretty overwhelmingly consensus first rounder, if I recall. Right. Yeah. Um, so you know, I I like what Fryermuth will hopefully bring to them because I obviously I agree Ebron doesn't block well at all, uh, and and I you know if if Fryermuth can do anything to hopefully control an edge, then I'm all for it. But uh, even if he just you know, gets in the way for yeah. a second and a half, yes, I would take it, and just yeah. doesn't let the guy go straight through or around him. Yes, yeah. I agree. It it'll be a hundred. 10 times better than what Ebron did last year. Yeah. It was just that Washington game in particular. Chase <sighs> Young just abused him. He just mm-hmm. slapped him as he ran by and just made play after play after play. It was it was embarrassing to watch. I, I, you will get no disagreement from me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ellie, uh, the number three pick was, was Kendrick Green. And this yeah. was one that um, I, I have no problem saying I didn't see this coming. I, I had seen Green play a little bit this year, saw a little bit of Big Ten action, and uh, you know, I, I thought, boy, you know, here, here's a good, good athlete, you know, kid, kid playing hard there in the middle. But I, I didn't think anything further than that, so I'm not going to pretend like I did. Um, I'm going to assume you were probably surprised uh, once you dug into it. Did it make sense to you, or are you still kind of like, what the hell's going on? I would say. There were a lot of I, I've I had to look into it because I too was like, who? Um, yeah, when he didn't yeah. come on the board, but I was like, okay, cool. Well, let's look into it. Um, so I did a little bit of looking into it. I noticed that there are some really good qualities. Um, mm-hmm. The number one quality I saw, which I was like so just overwhelmed with joy, was the follow through on his tackles. He will go to the very ends of a tackle to fit complete it. Love that. That's just what you want from, especially from a center. You want someone who is just mm-hmm. immovable, just brilliant. Um, but I do notice a lot of people are talking about his size. And also, I think one of the other things that a couple of people picked up on is his, his I'm not sure if it was his, um, I think it was his speed. People were saying that he does occasionally get beaten, especially by bigger guys mm-hmm. who typically shouldn't be faster than him, but they seem to be. Um but he is a little bit smaller. Maybe we have been spoiled 
with with pouncy in the past so it's yeah. a little bit of a difference but um i was again i was surprised i think this whole draft is very uh unusual to what we're used to the first four picks being well the first was it first three or first four picks that were offensive well, four. on the offense first four. the first four yep that was uh a surprise in and of itself and then to have no Definitely. wide receiver which is our like <laughs> crux position yeah. in the draft i was like wow we really are switching it up this year so do i hate the pick no not at all but was i surprised yes but i think i was surprised off piggybacking off the fact that we had not taken someone a, a, a center in the in the second mm-hmm. so anybody coming in that position from any draft pick onwards was going to be a surprise to me because i genuinely thought center in the second or somebody on the line in the second i i think that makes perfect sense um i I think the second pick then led to a different kind of reaction with the third pick so i i I do i think they run very uh parallel to each other in that sense um ben you kind of alluded to it you you think this is a guy who probably isn't gonna do much this year i mean he might help out a little bit but i didn't i'm not saying that i'm not going that far but a couple of things one somebody told me about Kendrick green early in the process and said Mm -hmm. that I should be paying attention to him. And I, this was somebody I respect and I blew it off. (laughs) I I was like, (laughs) whatever, man, that guy's third or fourth round guard. Yeah. And you're talking about him as the next Steelers center. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's going to be a work in progress and here's why. And I know that you read on Twitter that he's a plug-and-play center and it's going to be no problem. He's going to be a starter right away out of the mm-hmm. gate. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the deal. He had 33 starts in college, okay, which is impressive. It is. Very, very good. Solid. Yep. Four of them were at center. Four. <laughs> he played five total games at center, four starts. Okay? That's number one. Number two, yes, he's undersized. Um, he's, a, he's a little under 6'2". Mm-hmm. Pouncy was six five, okay, for reference. Yeah. Six yeah. five guy, even with similar length of arm, is just gonna be longer. He's gonna play longer. He's gonna be able to keep guys away from mm-hmm. the line of scrimmage and away from his body easier. Yes. Um that's just just the way it is. It's just physics, guys. Um Green is very quick, especially in a short area. Pretty good change of direction. Mm-hmm. Not great, but pretty good. He's a better athlete than Pouncey, in my mind. Yeah. Um, he can run block. He can't really pass block very well. He's going to be a work in progress there. Mm-hmm. And when – I mean, NFL teams are going to test him. They're they're going to shade oh, him. They're going to go to one of his shoulders, and they're going to try and, and go right up the gut and challenge him to beat them. And he's going to struggle for a while. So, and it's, it's no disgrace. I want people to understand this. If he does not start week one, that does not mean this is a bad pick. It means this is a guy making a transition from guard to center. And he has to work a little bit to get Mm -hmm. there. So Mm -hmm. I know that Joe Blow on Twitter, again, told you that he's plug and play. No problem. Great pick. Nah, probably not. It, this is a long-term pick. They're looking at this guy to develop into a good center mm-hmm. who can play the outside zone. 
it's almost a certainty they're going to go that direction now, given no, the fact that no they, they chose him and they chose yep. more. Um, they chose guys that will fit that scheme. And, you know, he's going to be he's going to be an ascending player. He's not going to be a guy that, in my mind, comes right out of the gate and is a contributor immediately. And that's, it, it, yeah. again, that's, that, there's no shame in that. There really no, is not. No, no. And, and it, it, you know what? If he does, then more power to him. But I, I'm, I'm with you. I think that's the position he's in. He's going to need some time. I, I, they got to work with him um, and, and go from there. So um, the fourth round saw the Steelers double up on Aggies. Um, they had, of course, Dan Moore, the offensive tackle, and then the linebacker, uh, Buddy Johnson, will We'll get to him in a second, but uh, Dan Moore is a large individual, about six foot six, three hundred eleven pounds. Um, lots of experience, uh, especially in the SEC. Played all the top uh, pass rushers in that conference. Um, you know, Ellie, I, I'm going to assume them taking a tackle here was probably the least surprising thing. But you know, where, where did you come out on this? Yep. Um, I mean. It was necessary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's about as much as I could say about it. And there was definitely a point where I was like, okay, eventually we will have to pick someone for this line. If we don't hurry up, they're going to be gone. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I don't really know much about him. I'd be lying. Ian loved the pick. Yes, Ian did love the pick. I did see that. So. That's that's encouraging because usually Ian likes good players, so I was okay with that. Well, Ian's a football dork, so yeah, there's that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, he's he's an athletic, big athletic guy. I, I mean, I think there's a lot of upside there, but you know, again, I I think a lot of Steelers fans were just assuming, oh, hey, we're just going to draft guys, plug them in there, they're going to be starters for the next what ten years. I you know, I I know that's what that everybody thinks. Well, I don't yeah. want to say everybody. That's what a lot of fans think about every draft. It's true. It's true. And it's just not right the case. No, no, it, it is. Uh, it's not. I'm just going to leave it at that. It's not even close <laughs> to the case. I, I, I don't need to say anymore. If you uh, if you yeah. hit on three or four guys in every draft class, and they mm-hmm. turn out to be good, solid, productive players, that's you're a good draft great. class. Yep, you're doing great. Yeah. What uh, did you get a chance to look at it more at all, Ben? What? what did oh you yeah, get I did. Yeah. I I I knew kind of who he was before right. the draft. I didn't delve into him as deeply as, as Ian had as Ian had pre-draft. Um he's got a good left tackle's body. Mm-hmm. Um he's tall and I don't want to say thin, but he's he's not he's he's in shape. He's not yeah. a, a big fat guy, you know, which a lot of linemen are. Um he's got long arms. He's more of a finesse guy than mm-hmm. he is a power guy. Um uh, Ellie uh, Tomlin basically tipped his hand and said that Chukes is going to be the left tackle to start oh, camp. He did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, and he did. That banner, I mean, a banner that basically leaves him at le- at right tackle, which mm-hmm. is fine. Yeah. He's he's much better suited to be a right tackle. I think so. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be saying. Yeah, he is. Uh, I think that more <sighs> is more than likely going to be kind of a a Tony Hills type guy that is a backup tackle for his entire career. Um, He has pretty good sets. He's a finesse guy. He's not a power guy. Mm -hmm. Um, 
he'll do okay in the run. He'll be a little better in pass protection. Uh, probably more of a swing tackle long term than a starter, in my opinion. But I mean, hopefully, you know, he gets in and works his ass off and proves me wrong. Does he have a chance to be that swing tackle sooner rather than later? I don't think he will be this year. Okay. Um, I think they're going to try and go with a vet presence this year yeah. because they have kind of a young line, youngish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still have DeCastro. Right. Um, but that's really it on it's the line veteran. as far as leadership goes. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, they they signed Joe Hegg to be a swing lineman. I, I think he sucks. I'll just <laughs> put that out there. I, There's not I, some – the tape isn't impressive. His, his tape uh, is tragically awful. It is just – I was like, why did you – you guys really have no money at all, do you? This is just <laughs> – wow. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, he sucks. Um, sorry for being so negative, but I, I truly call it like I see it. I try to call the good and the bad, and he is awful. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully Dan Moore will develop quickly because yeah. they may need I don't to. think – week one that he's going to be a guy who gets a helmet. Okay. I mean, that that's, yeah, you're getting into the fourth round and that's possible at that point. So, I mean, you'd love it if they do, but the expectation more often than not is they probably don't. Um, just a reminder, you're listening to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida, serving Broward and the Southern Palm Beach counties. Whether it's commercial, residential, multifamily, or condos, contact Deck Roofing today by visiting deckroofing.com. And if you want one of our sweet Steel City Blitz Deck Roofing beer koozies, I suppose you could use it for pop, but who or soda, who would do that, though? Uh, you just let me know and uh, and hit me up on Twitter or on email, and I will send you one of those babies for free. Just let me know. Um, the second pick in the fourth round was linebacker Buddy Johnson, Ellie. I, I, you know, okay. I don't I don't know about, you know, the way things are in Britain, but I really like people named Buddy. Um, I just think there's a quality to them. And I think this guy is going to be a stealer for a long time. I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar. I just think he's he's got these qualities that that will keep him around a while. W- what do you think about Buddy Johnson? You're right. He has a great name. So he's not here for a while. I'll be disappointed on that alone. Um, I mean, again, I don't really know that much about him. And, and I, I don't want to pretend mm-hmm. that I do. But mm-hmm. I, I understand the pick. I didn't. I wasn't upset with it. And I saw a pretty overwhelming good response, I thought. Yes. Uh, from people, maybe it's just the people I follow, but that seemed to be one of the more like popular picks. So a good sign, I guess. But then again, everybody, every, who, whose opinion really matters anyway, I guess, other than yeah. the Steelers themselves. But I, I liked him, and I, I'm I'm happy to have him as a Steeler, and he seems good. But again, I don't know a whole lot about him. Okay, no, that's that's totally fair. Um, I, you know, I I just view him as a guy that that he's going to be an immediate impact on special teams. And you hope you hope that he can perhaps be uh, a, a reserve, you know, linebacker and and you know spell guys when necessary and and maybe work into something. But Ben, what did, what did you see from uh, Buddy? 
uh, high character guy, outstanding yeah. human being. Yep. Yep. Um, not a cover linebacker, which is what I was hoping they would get. Agreed. Uh, more of a uh, Adrian Williamson type guy who's he he, he okay can go sideline to yeah he goes sideline to sideline but he can't he doesn't cover well you know he, yeah he's okay at a lot of things but he's not mm-hmm. really good at anything right um that's the way I would describe him but you know a really like I said a high character guy uh you know Larry Foot was like this coming out of Michigan and I think he was a fifth round pick true and he had a pretty good career and yeah. you know I like Johnson better than I like Dan Moore a lot okay. better um, okay. as a prospect um, you know a, a thick guy thicker mm-hmm. than than big is that yeah I mean that's he, probably the best way I can describe him he's he's six foot so I mean he's, he's barely not, he's a hair yeah. over six foot yeah and he's like 230 pounds yeah so yeah. you know he's not a little guy by any stretch of the imagination um, but yeah, uh, they basically, they obviously prioritized mm-hmm. character in this draft. You oh, at, absolutely. At every guy they've chosen yep. to this point in the draft is a high character pick. Yeah. And, you know, Buddy Johnson no in particular. Yeah. Um, Ellie, when you saw the Steelers had traded, to get back yes. into the fifth, when when you saw they had traded to get back in the fifth round, were you excited? Well, Ben, everyone's mm. excited for a trade, but no. What what did you think? What was your immediate reaction? Okay, we're taking a, and what 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 did you think we were going for? Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I <laughs> I wasn't really sure what we were thinking, and then when they called louder milk, I was like who and also <laughs> the initial reaction was like the same as probably everyone which was like what kind of who the kind of person who is this and yeah. then i i went on and i was like okay well maybe he had like maybe other teams were high on him or something uh-huh. and i like looked and it was like the overwhelming response um like when i googled him and stuff was like nobody was had like really mentioned <laughs> him and i was like okay maybe they like see something in him like that, there's some that kind of they- secret they announced ahead, him as a linebacker. <laughs> well, it, yes, and I was going to get into that. Um, but first of all, I would just like to add that Louder Milk makes him sound like an 80s movie bully or something like that. Um, <laughs> louder Milk, you know. But, um, yeah, th- this was funny because Jerry Dulac, uh, mouthpiece for the Steelers, he he made it sound like they were going to play him an outside linebacker. Okay? Because – because they announced him as a linebacker, and he played he played defensive end and defensive, defensive end. tackle. Mm-hmm. He's six foot eight. Uh, he's 6'7". He played okay. He 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 was two ninety three at Wisconsin. Two ninety five yeah, is what they yeah. listed him at. He was at two seventy four at the combine when he played in. He got okay. down to seventy by the draft, and he wanted to play end. And so they announced him as a linebacker, which I don't understand. No, I, I, um, crazy. And then they immediately went back, and Carl Dunbar's like, "No, he's he's yeah. mine. He, he's my right. pick." Right. Um, so where what are they going to do with him, Ben? I, I mean, at that at that size, he you know is he like a mini version of Dan McCullers? No, you know? God yeah. no. He's you know 
they're going to have him put weight back on, get back over I think 300 so too. pounds. Yep. Um, and they are going to have him play five tech. I mean, basically, Dunbar said he'll play every play, everything from defensive end and nose tackle. Uh, wow. I don't see this guy as a nose tackle. No. He's got a really long body. Um, you know, he short arms though. Yeah, for well, relative to a six foot seven guy, Ellie, yeah, but he's six seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, he's yeah, he does have short arms for a six seven guy. Um, but that doesn't mean that he's got short arms. Um you know, that that's basically all I would say. Uh but yeah, he was projected by most internet draft boards and this mm-hmm. is the key mm-hmm. Steelers don't give a shit about internet no, they do draft not. boards no they do not but by most internet quote unquote draft experts he was projected as a UDFA yes and the Steelers traded back into the draft to take him in the fifth and they traded a fourth round pick next year for mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and yeah I pretty much hate the pick uh <laughs> They quantified I, I, it. They quantified it as saying that they were uncomfortable with a hundred picks between that. Um, yeah, Buddy Johnson you're right, and the Next pick, yeah. and yeah. they felt yeah. that they, if they'd have already had a fourth, an, an, another fourth round pick, they would have taken him. That's what they said. So, yeah. I mean, they they that's liked how him. they justified it. They liked him a yeah. lot, and they did not think he would still be there in the sixth. And, um. I get it. I just don't like trading future draft resources right. for a project like this for a guy that's a tweener. He comes no, in I, and I, he's, you know, he yeah. he's too small today to play five tech and he's too big to play outside linebacker mm-hmm. and he's not fast enough to play outside linebacker. That was the other thing that was confusing as hell when they announced the pick. I was like, what? <laughs> What well, this I, this doesn't yeah, make any sense, right? No, I, I for whatever reason the Steelers have looked at the fifth round, maybe I guess you could argue sixth in some cases in recent years. As but the just fifth, yes, they just like this odd, like they just, just hey, these, let's throw the dice. You yeah, know? let's take these flyers on these guys and see yeah. if something will happen. And most of them are like. Why did you? Why don't you just right. trade it away for a pick next year? Do, I mean, does he unseat Bugs? Uh, you know, I, I doubt I, it. Bugs, I don't think he does. Nose. Right, right. I don't know that he does. Right. Yeah, so, I'm, but maybe he'll unseat Mongo. Yeah, well, I think that's a good chance. I'm just uh, saying maybe. I'm not no, saying it's, I know. You know it's definite. I know. But look at look at the, the last handful of fifth round picks: Zach Gentry, Marcus Allen, Brian Allen. Jesus, yeah, they, they, they just they're, they're just weird selections. Yeah. I, I don't just, I, just odd, yeah. you know. It, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, I okay. I'm going to tell you right now. I like Quincy Roach out of Miami in the sixth round. I, I think this kid. Uh, I, I'm not suggesting he's going to be. A superstar, anything like that, by any stretch of the imagination. What I'm going to suggest is, I think he has the ability to be a really, really nice backup for the Steelers. Not, nothing more than that. He's got work to do uh, uh, on run, contain, run stop. But um, 
I, I just think he could be a decent selection there. Um, Ellie, what what did you find out when you looked into Roche a little bit? Um, his tape is really fun. He is. Yes, it I, is. Yeah, he's a yeah. really fun player to watch, and I really enjoyed looking at his tape. Um, and I have a friend who's a big Miami fan, and he was so happy that we ended up with him. <laughs> so that made me feel really good because. I mean, obviously he's biased, but he's also seen him play the most. So I think his opinion of it pretty high. So I was excited. I think he seems like, I don't know, I I felt like a good vibe from that pick and Mm -hmm. thought it was good. I also thought that was a pretty good steal. I was kind of surprised he was there in the six. I was too. Yeah, he was giving me some earlier pick impressions. No, his his agent told him he might go in the third. Ouch. Well, his agent did him dirty, but I, <laughs> I yes, would have did. said like late fourth, maybe like somewhere around there, like total potential. Like he's a good player and he's pretty large. I think he's like six foot three or something like, yeah, and he, 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 he's, he's ideal he's size too. Um, and I think he was a defensive player of the year a couple years ago. He, he, well. he was at uh, Temple, graduated early and then went over right. to uh, the U. Miami. Yeah. 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 So I, I was really, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that pick actually. That's I really am too. Pick. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah I this, too. this, this was my favorite pick. First, his name is Quincy Roche. Oh, I'm sorry, Roche. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> yes. And Roche. He's Roche. A, he's a little bit light at this yes, point. Yes, he is. Yes, he um, is. Just a little. I mean, he could put on five or ten pounds, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, is- I think this, this guy has got a shot to come in and compete for playing time this year mm-hmm. as the third outside linebacker. Yeah. I really believe that. And if nothing else, he will see time on special teams in 2021. Yeah. Maybe as soon as week one. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if he can do anything better than, than Cassius Marsh, I'm fine with it. It isn't um, just that. This guy can I, really, I mean, as, as a pass rusher, as an active player with a high mm-hmm. motor, Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of things to like. I'm oh, really agree. shocked he was still there in the sixth round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Really I'm with shocked. Both of you. Yeah. Um, in in round seven, they they of course had two selections, and and what this was a guy that I think a lot of people had available there to the Steelers. I I, I know I think I had him in in one of my earlier mocks. Trey Norwood. Um, more of a corner type. The Steelers safety. have said they'll they'll play him at safety. Yeah, um, Ellie, did you have a chance to look at him at all? Kid out of Oklahoma. Um, no, I didn't. So I okay. don't know anything about him. Okay. Yeah. Um, no sweat. I, I mean, you know, led co-leader in the Big Twelve with interceptions this past year. Uh, why, why are they going to move him to safety, uh, Ben? Well, because he's not a very good corner. <laughs> Just being honest. Um, well, can he play slot though? Uh, in a pinch, uh, he's better suited in my mind. He's a young player mm-hmm. with good instincts. Yep. He's best suited to play free safety, which is where they're going to put him. Right. Uh, they'll have him learn both spots, but they're they're going to put him at free safety and and have him learn that spot and back up Minka. And we need another free safety. My Absolutely. gosh, we need another free safety. So no doubt. I'm I'm good with it. Um yeah. I really like this pick a lot, especially in the seventh round. I, I'm like, okay, well this 
this is okay. I'm I'm good with this. He's also played both positions. He's played safety and corner. Mm-hmm. A lot like Cam Sutton coming Cam Sutton. in, who played a lot of positions in college. This guy's played all the positions in his college. Uh, it indicates that he's got some smarts. The Steelers obviously felt that he had some smarts because you've got to have those to play safety. Yes, you do. Um, and they're they're going to put him in there as that guy. I I really like that that pick for that reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, good value. Really yeah. good value. No, it's a good way to put it. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I, I, I think um, if if you can get special teams play out of him and and you know use him when necessary, which hopefully isn't often even, uh, on even defense. Even if, if he know. if he's like a, a a fifth safety this year, yeah. this is a guy who'll develop over the long term mm-hmm. and be a contributor for the Steelers, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, um, the final pick uh, was punter Presley Harvin the third. This is pick. oh, this is man. I'm telling you what, this kid better damn well make the team because I, I'm going to be so disappointed if he doesn't. This kid's got a massive leg. He he's a monster of a human being for a punter. Uh, what's he go about? Two fifty, two sixty. Five eleven. 263. Yep. Good. Surprisingly good athlete. Well, he was a, Um, he was an elite shot putter in high school. Yeah. Uh, I posted a video of him doing squats. Oh, that's right. 2019 in, at school at Georgia tech squatting 455 for three, uh, full squats all the Mm -hmm. way down, all Mm -hmm. the way up. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, none of this, cheating shit you see a lot in the gym um yeah ellie knows what i mean see she <laughs> um yeah i mean this kid is a monster yeah I, he really is um yeah. I, really impressive especially yeah, ellie, for a punter yeah. if if somebody remember dan sepulveda when oh, somebody yes. would, would yes. get away from the coverage and the, the punter is the safety on the on the punt team. And you would almost cringe right before the impact when Sepulveda would tackle the guy. You'd go, <laughs> oh, God, it's going to be on God. Oh, Jesus. God. How many oh, how many punt returners did Sepulveda leave on the grass and just trot off the field? And they're laying there going, oh, yeah. my God. Twitching. I just got hit by a punter. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> That's what this guy's going to do. He may kill somebody on the field. He is a big, big man, and he's got a big leg, 49 average uh, in the ACC last year. So, I, I, I mean, uh, Ellie, I'm going to assume it isn't, you've, it isn't you've seen enough. It just the length. Of... It's, it's, it's about a five-second hang time, man. Oh, yeah. He put – I mean, there's a it's stewardess elite. on this ball. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah. I mean, was it time, Ellie, in your opinion, to, you know – Pick a get get a punter and move on from Mr. Barry. I mean, the amount of people that absolutely like annihilated Jordan Barry after that <laughs> pick on social media was painful. I thought, my God, that poor man. But you know what? I mean, we begrudgingly brought him back last year. I think so. <laughs> I think this one didn't come too much as a surprise. And then to see that the man can throw a football and throw a touchdown, I was yes. like, yes. Oh Ben's successor and Jordan Berry all rolled into one. <laughs> I mean, honestly, how many seventh round picks turn into contributors in the NFL anyway? Uh, oh, I, and I this guy almost certainly will. Yeah, 
almost certainly. I don't know why anybody would bitch about this pick. I don't get it. No, no. And 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 if you don't select him here, he's he's going to get a pretty good offer from somebody as an undrafted free agent, Absolutely. and the Steelers will never get him. So I, I that's why I like it even more. I think it was a very smart play by the Steelers to do this. Now, obviously, it doesn't look great if he doesn't make the roster, but I, I feel good about him doing this. I, I really do. I think um, he's going to win the roster spot. It's not going to be a Colin Holba kind of a thing. Right. I really don't don't see that coming. No, I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't I either. Agree. Um, so l- l- let me ask you guys, Ellie, you know, yes. is are the Pittsburgh Steelers a better football team today than they were a little over a week ago? <laughs> I know that's a I tough question. Even, yeah, I I mean, oh gosh, that's such a tough question because you know I like to be the sort of person who's like, well, we haven't seen them play yet, so. Oh, I no, I I told you that's the way I am usually. But yeah, I, if you were to ask me based there. on paper, I mean, did we address all of the glaring issues? No. Could mm-hmm. we have done it in just this one draft? Mm-hmm. Also, no. Did right. we necessarily take the best of every doing? Oh, God, that's such a hard question. It's a hard question because you could argue if we'd have gone O-line first and weapons second, we'd have had weapons that you could say were not as good, but the mm-hmm. O-line at least would be stronger, but no one to really work with. Then you've swipped, but they've gone the other way. There's uh-huh. the weapon, but do they have the protection? Not necessarily. Right. So right. it really... Either way, and we all know it, either way, somebody, a group of people are going to be disappointed because yeah. I feel that this year, like, the fan base is very split between what they wanted. Do I think they're a better team? That remains to be seen. That's fair. Yeah, I don't, I can't answer that question because I truly don't, first of all, I won't lie and say I know enough about each of these draft picks. That would mm-hmm. be, mm-hmm. that would be a false statement. Yeah. But of the ones I know, I do see more positives than negatives. However, I do think that, that we m- miss the mark on some glaringly obvious issues, particularly I think as well on, on the defensive side of the ball. There's a lot of, there's there's, there's some holes there and mm-hmm. there's some, some, I can't think of Where do you see holes? Corner. Depth. Nickel. Especially slot. Yeah, nickel, nickel corner. Yeah. We, we need a nickel. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I, the plan is pretty clear, said, though. They're they're going to start Sutton outside, and on passing downs, they're going to move him inside. So yeah. really, the the competition is is going to be to see who is going to be the backup outside corner, yeah. who who's going to be the first guy to come yeah. in on the field and play outside. And and just since you mentioned that, uh, Justin Lane, of course, got in some trouble in Ohio uh, with the authorities there, and he he God, pleaded yeah. to, pleaded to some things, got some other things tossed, and Kevin Colbert spoke today on that and just said, obviously, they're disappointed, but they they still are are, are very high on him and have plans for him. So, um, and and Ben, I think you saw that as well, and and yeah, um, you know, basically, just, it means they're not drafting a corner. Or excuse me, signing a corner. Signing a corner anytime soon. Yeah. So yeah. um yeah, so so Ben, do you do you think this team is a better team after the draft? Um, in some respects, yes, in others, no. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't get me wrong. Are they better after the draft? Yes. Are they a mm-hmm. better team than they were week seventeen? Mm. Eh, maybe. In some places, yes, in some places, no. 
Yeah. Um, I think every pick except for the first round was a long-term type pick mm-hmm. where they're going, this guy can contribute in the future, not now. Yeah. Um, I would have, you, you only have Ben for one more year. Okay. Let's say he, he plays lights out this year. Maybe you got him for two more years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's it. And, and your window is closed. And for those of you like Ellie, who didn't watch the Steelers in the eighties, um, <laughs> I'll just tell you the the wasteland of the uh, no franchise yeah. quarterback. It sucks. It Awful. fucking sucks. You are all going to learn a new appreciation for no, Ben Roethlisberger. No. You're going to be like, no. I cannot believe I ever criticized this guy for anything at all ever. Oh man, I didn't know how good I had it. Oh, I bet it's Chris it's, it's Stout, painful. Mark Malone, Bubby mm-hmm. fucking Brister. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> to name a few. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, look, I, I think, I think the team is better just when you put Najee back there. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's, I guess that can probably be relative. How, how much better is going to depend on those young men up front um, in terms of, it has been, a, I think you know, he will help them do their jobs. I do. I, I, I think, think he will he's too. A good, he's a good pass blocker. Yeah, he's good yeah. in the passing game as a receiver, mm-hmm. which will tie up at least one defender on passing downs. If he's to see if he's going to roll up out of the backfield, where last yeah. year we really didn't have that. Yeah. Um, you know, he he's got good vision. He's going to find the hole. If they can make one, even a little hole. He's going to find it. Uh, so he'll help them in a lot of respects. He's going to make the line better because he's that kind of a talent. Mm-hmm. But that line is not better than it was week 17. It's just not, um, you know, they lost, they lost Pouncey. Uh, he was, right. didn't have a great year last year, no. but to not say that he was a respectable NFL offensive lineman in his last year in the league would be misstating the situation. Well, and um, we, we also have to state that, that Zach Banner is still a relative unknown. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 mean, I think is, Zach Banner run blocks pretty well. I, I yeah. think that his pass blocking isn't great, but you know, I think he's a work in progress too. He'll get better. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. he's gotten leaner too. You know, mm-hmm. if you seen pictures of the guy lately, I'm like, wow, dude. Yeah, um, no, he's done a great job. I'm more concerned with Chooks, to be perfectly Same. honest. I don't think that Chooks is really an upgrade over Al, and Al was awful. <laughs> yeah. Al, Al spent a lot of time in Ben's lap. Al was, yeah, you know, and people keep saying, well, Al only gave up two sacks last year. Yeah, Ben got yeah. rid of the ball on an average of 2.3 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How many times did Ben get hit? Somebody, somebody, I can't remember who it was, made the most amazing joke about, so you know that um, Al had said something about the TikTok thing. Oh, and yeah. Somebody made a comment that was like, Fine, please TV. talk about that. Finally, Juju knows what it feels like to be Ben and get blindsided by Big Al. <laughs> oh, that's terrific. <laughs> Kudos to whoever threw that since, out there. <laughs> since Ellie brought up the TikTok thing, I, yeah. I just want to – I, 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 I know Mark Mark doesn't agree with me and but whatever. He's wrong. Listen, guys. <laughs> um, always these guys are all friends. Okay. They are. They are. David DeCastro and Al would carpool to work together. The Kevin Zeitler will be an upgrade thing. 
was him breaking DeCastro's balls. No. Mm-hmm. Al taught Juju how to drive. Al was in a lot of those dumb TikTok videos. Mm-hmm. Okay? He's breaking his balls. These are just guys giving each other a hard time. And Steelers, Steelers fans love drama. I, I don't get it. Yeah. Steelers fans love fucking drama. Steelers media, of course, loves drama because they well, have something to write about. Right. But Steelers fans love drama. This is not a big deal. It's not a big thing. I don't know why we're making a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm guilty. I jumped on it. I thought it was stupid. I, I didn't like dumb. it. Yeah, but, but I, I, yeah, it's, it's I jumped a, on it. It's, it's a guy breaking his friend's balls because he had an opportunity yeah. to do so. He's like, so as long as I've got your attention, I'm going to break my friend's balls. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and, and let's be honest. Al doesn't exactly have microphones in his face very often either. No. And let's be honest about something uh, yeah. else. If it was me in that position, I'd do it to all of you. <laughs> well, you know, there's a real surprise. Uh, for God's sakes, yeah. Uh, holy cow. Well, we will uh, continue to be with you throughout the offseason. Uh, the um, uh, mini camp dates uh, were announced today. I don't have them in front of me, but uh, the Steelers, of course, will be added at some point with some of that stuff. And uh, uh, as we work our way to the summer and eventually to training camp, of course, next week is the big schedule release coming up, I believe on Wednesday. Um, or is it, is it Wednesday? Yeah, I think it's Wednesday. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll break that down next week. Take a look at uh, how bad the NFL is screwing the Steelers once again, um, by more than likely sending them to a Monday night game against uh, the chargers and then have to return to a uh, Ravens Thursday game. night game at home, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, something like that. It's a fucking <laughs> gets me off. Uh, in any case, that'll wrap it up for tonight. Uh, thanks so much to both Ben and Ellie, and uh, I think this is where I I kind of say that whole and hey, go Steelers, and hey, Ravens suck. <laughs>